Welcome to the Ladies and Gentlemen's Guide to Midnight Cinema, a very special episode. I am Large William. Beside me in GGTMC North headquarters is... Teresa. Mrs. Mrs. Large William. Across the pond from us are very dear friends. Drumroll, please. One of them needs no introduction, but you're going to get it anyway. They are... Uh, it's it's Davy. It's the Almighty Orcock, and with me is <laughs> uh, with me is uh, my better half, Kim. Oh, thank you. Introduce yourself, Kim. Hello, I'm Kim. Uh, Davy's better half, I'd say. Yeah. No, equally as good. Equally as good. It's good. <laughs> That's it. So this has been something that's been a while now in the in the works. We talked about this went back in September over dinner. Yeah. Mm. Mm, yeah yeah this this came up in conversation we had a lovely evening um in london together i still talk friends. about that night yeah, it was, it was good, lovely yeah it a was. lovely lovely evening and the subject came up of dave and kim having listened to Teresa's review with me of sylvia uh, that's uh, right and uh, they got a kick out of it so we had said hey let's let's get together and record something well we had and we kind of inspired by that and other things we had sort of started a, a friday night kind of hangout friday night became vintage porn night <laughs> so, so, we 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 sort of had this regular uh yeah friday night watch some vintage porn together and uh whilst eating crisps whilst eating crisps or potato potato chips as, as you say yeah. um and we thought hey remember that you guys had done it on the podcast why don't we have a double date yeah that's right love it yeah it's, it's fitting now after all it's february which is love month indeed so here we are here we are <laughs> now let me ask you just a sidebar here and now and now i think now i think kim is regretting it <laughs> no, not at all, yeah. not at all. It's, Good. Like, Good. it's like plunging in a lake you just yes close and dive in yeah. the water gets warm eventually okay okay it to get very warm <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about uh, an interesting, I think, an interesting film in the grand scheme of adult films. It's 1978's Soft Places, directed by Maria Lise, or Lisi. I'm just going to say it's, assume it's Lise. Um, interesting in that she also worked in Hollywood, and we'll get into that proper. Yeah. Talk about the film. This was one that uh, we had done the the diplomatic, democratic thing. We, we kind of let the ladies... Uh, talk about it and see what they wanted to pick. Um, I think you guys had pitched this one as Ghost Dick. <laughs> yeah, yes. we, we just to be clear, we had watched it before a while ago and <laughs> thought it might provoke some interesting discussion. And one scene in particular, what? which we'll get into, uh, which is now it's now become known as the Ghost Dick film. Yeah. Which is, if you can be known for anything, Ghost Dick's not a bad thing to be known for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's worse things to be known for as a film. Um, there is. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. Uh, but because, as we'd said, this is being done during the month of love, I'd like to defer to our three guests. Uh, we're going to start across the pond, and let's uh, let's find out some of your favorite love films or romantic films, and uh, however you interpret that. Oh, um. It caught us a bit off guard with this. We we had a list of what we've been watching recently, but uh, I have to say, off the top of my head, um, not only 
is it one of my favorite romantic films it's one of my favorite movies of all time is the umbrellas of Sherbog. that's uh, that's a clear clear favorite for me which i think is is deeply romantic it's heartbreaking it's beautiful um i'm i'm not a huge musical fan and for that to resonate so much is interesting but a big big fan of jacques demy um it's it's an incredible uh astonishing heartbreaking movie so that's the first thing that comes to mind uh, and also starman ironically which you reviewed yeah um very recently um that is a very clear favorite of mine good good choices i mean as we always say we're we're brothers brothers in denim right i mean i yeah. i love both those films and for all the reasons that you said about umbrellas it's a film that i don't traditionally love musicals but Demi's such a i think an underappreciated filmmaker um because yeah. kind of like douglas sirk another guy i love and i'm tall talk about later on but um i just yeah i love his films i think he's got a lot going on beneath the surface and uh, umbrella is such a beautiful film mm-hmm. kim what about you anything that comes to mind for you um i'd say one of my favorite films of all times is like water for chocolate and that's one that i introduced to you david so yeah very, very recently we talked about it at dinner but yeah. a film which I'd heard of but had not seen and has has gone into my an all-timer list it's it's, uh, it's a beautiful film yeah and it's very I mean it's about food it's about love it's about loss, um, loss. it's it's very deep it's quite it's quite heavy and it's just beautifully shot that's what I love about it and I actually saw it as a kid I was about I think I was about 13 or 14 it just came on you know when you stay up late and the tv's on you just suddenly catch something and I didn't know the title I just started watching this film and I just found it deeply moving and um yeah it's got to be one of my favorite films of all yeah yeah high recommend for anyone that hasn't seen like water for chocolate Yeah. yeah We spoke about it. I thought I had it on my watch list. I've just added it now. Um, yeah, I got it. We got. We should watch this one together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Be a good one. What about you, Mrs. Mrs. Smith? <laughs> my taste is so different from everybody's That's okay. here. That's um, okay. <laughs> uh, the two that I would say, because you know, probably laugh at my first pick. No, it's all never. good. Uh, I don't care. I'm not ashamed. Uh, dirty no. Dan- dirty dancing. Yeah. Classic. Bye. Classic. Yeah. Um, and Princess Bride. I love that. There's a shame in that. So, yeah. So, those stellar, are stellar choices. Yeah. Now you got to have a little fun in life. And... As you wish, my dear. As you wish. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, why do you love, tell it, just tell us why you love them. Because one of the things you may not know, I, mean, I think you probably know, having been around uh, these lovely people and a lot of the lovely people that we're friends with, is it, this isn't about anything other than the love of film. And just because you love it, then that's all that matters. It doesn't I, need to be. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, um, so what is it you love about those films? I don't know. Uh, nostalgic. You know, when you think of uh, Happily Ever After, I, you know, growing up uh, as a kid, everybody, well, girls anyways, growing up, they basically, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I just didn't want her to oh. injure herself on the corner of the desk. Um, yeah, anyways, I, uh, I don't know. You always think of the like for Dirty Dancing, anyways. Um, you know the girl; she's like more quiet or whatever, and uh, she scores the guy at the end. So, you know, I don't know. I just, There's a certain a fairy tale feeling that the feel good. Absolutely, yeah, and, resonates you know, with you. Princess Bride, that's just a classic. So yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, fairy tale, yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I'll just I'll mention a couple quickly here that I have uh, in my top four for the month for Letterboxd. So I got umbrellas in there for the reasons David said. Nice. Uh, All that heaven allows. Mm-hmm. Really love Douglas Sirk films. I think you'd like them too, Mama. Um, he's a great filmmaker. His films are so beautifully composed. Um, man, she's going wild out there. She wants her. <laughs> hey, uh, we're gonna have to let her in. I no, I, I'm just waiting for her voice to be lost. She, and... she does. She's really. She's like a T1000. <laughs> like Relentless. T1000. Um, All That Heaven Allows. I love Douglas Sirk. I love his films. They're, they're uh-huh. beautiful. And again, they're much like uh, Jacques Demy's work, where, it, you know, there's much more going on than beneath what you see on the surface. Um, I also love In the Mood for Love. Have you guys yes. seen that? Uh, I, I have. I don't know that you have. I don't Kim. think I have. No. Yeah. Really, really good. You guys, you guys would enjoy that's, it. That's, that's going on our list, yeah. It's uh, He's a filmmaker, I'd say, like, top five filmmaker for me all the time. It? Wong Kar Wai. He's a Hong Kong filmmaker. Um, everything he's made, I absolutely love. He's a very oh, yeah, yeah. sentimental filmmaker. Um, and it's got two two actors at the height of their powers, Maggie mm-hmm. Chung and Tony Leung in it. So. Tony Leung, yeah. Yeah, it's a great one. And one I watched on... The plane, coincidentally, to Europe. It was a first time watch. It was a list of Shamer. Was uh, Hiroshima Mon Amour, Alan Rene. Uh huh. Yep. That's a really great film. I mean, obvious statement, but um, just the way he plays with time and and perception, and it's a it's a very intimate film, and I quite love it. So yeah, I watched that on the plane. It was good to knock that one out. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they're, go- they're going on the list. It's a, it's a great one. And Sadie's in the back. She's championing for Lady and the Tramp back there. <laughs> oh, of course. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, sorry, just on the subject of Douglas Sirk, have you guys seen May, December? I, no, I have. No, I want to say, I, I started watching oh. it. Uh, and then I just, I didn't get a chance to. I think it was, you know, I figured it wasn't going to be one the kids would be into. So I've just had it on the burner for now. Yeah, I, I, um, recommend on that one and todd haynes is definitely channeling some douglas Sirk there yeah yeah you know what i really i love the leads um haynes is a guy he did um carol he carol which was um, incredible uh-huh. he did uh yeah actually far from heaven which really is like a major circle yes yes also uh yeah yeah very much so yeah a major circle and it's funny he's uh He's done a lot of great work with um, with Julianne Moore, so he certainly has, yeah, safe as well. Yeah, yeah that's right, man. That's right. Um, all okay. Right. Anything else you guys have talked about or talked about? Sorry. Uh, anything else you guys have seen as of late? Shows, movies, anything? Yeah, I think. Everything. Um, last night, uh, kind of on this theme. Another one. That, I love this film. <laughs> it's a favorite of Kim's, which another one that she's introduced me to uh, was Secretary from 2002. Oh, I love this film. I don't know which, if I've ever heard of it. You would like it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, which I, another one that's like, oh my God, how have I not seen this? Well, it's, it's very hard to find a film you've not watched. <laughs> yeah. So I was shocked and I was like, this is a great film. You've got to watch it. Um, and you loved it. And you I also again loved it. You're like you're nearly you're three for three. Um, all your recommendations, and I absolutely adored it. You know, it, it's it's a brilliant, brilliant, um, twisted love story with, uh, uh, despite all its kinkiness, is 
it's got so much heart to it as well it's it's yeah. brilliant and it's, it's about acceptance of each other's flaws you know yeah, and just yeah. um yeah and just accepting somebody for who, for they, who they are who they are and, and not making them feel bad about it and, yeah, yeah and also healing each other's mm-hmm. self you know mm-hmm. and, and just saying that no it's okay you're weird as me yeah let's yeah. be weird together mm-hmm. and it's it's very quirky it's very stylish the two performances from james spader and maggie gyllenhaal are mm. like top of their game yeah. brilliant brilliant yeah, it's a, it's a really good one. And I, I don't know if you'd said this, Kim, you might have been there, but it's just about acceptance of self or the, I yeah. guess through healing, learning to love yeah. yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. and then being with someone. That, being with somebody who gets it. Who gets you. Yeah, who just <laughs> yeah. gets you. That's, that's right. In, in whatever form that may take. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You know, to, I don't know if you guys, have you guys seen Titan yet? I have, but you no. you haven't, no. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, loved it, loved it. Before. I think um, Sammy's, a big, Sammy's a big fan as well, wasn't he? Yeah, it's a it's pretty crazy. I mean, listen, it's it's a wild film, but I think at its core, it's a very beautiful, touching yes. film. Yes. Yeah. Right. It, it really is. And even uh, Phantom Threads, another one just on this subject. Yes. Yes. Out yes. Yes. Unconventional, but very beautiful and pure in their soul, despite maybe some surface stuff that doesn't, you know, it doesn't reveal itself that way until you really look in, inside, right? Perfectly, perfectly encapsulated. Yeah. Much totally like agree. characters in those films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, in um, Phantom Threads, Daniel Day-Lewis is a very meticulous, um, uh, not a crowd, what's the, what's the term? He's a, a tailor, I guess. Yeah. So in that, as a tailor, I have often wondered where he would fit a timepiece, like on his jacket, inside his coat, what he would do. Um, <laughs> Davey knows where I'm going with this. Do you guys know what time it is? Um, I've got a feeling it could be time for this or that. Moi je joue, moi je joue, je joue contre joue. Je veux jouer, je joue contre vous, mais vous le voulez-vous? De tout cœur, je veux gagner ce cœur à cœur. Vous connaissez mon jeu par cœur, alors défendez-vous sans tricher, je vous le promets, j'ai gagné, tant pis c'est bien fait, vous êtes mon jouet à présent, ce ne sera plus vous mais toi, et tu feras ça t'apprendra n'importe quoi pour moi. All right, ladies and gents, it is time for This or That, a very special edition of This or That. As we like to do here on The Guide, we are going to defer to our lovely guests to kick off the festivities. So I will defer to you two to get us rolling here. Okay, well, we ladies kinda, first. Well, yeah, yeah. Ladies yes. first. Yes, sorry, how rude of me. <laughs> ladies first. Okay. Kim. Right, yes. Now, um, yeah, David did poo-poo this one, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um okay. My this or that is romantic getaway, but um, places from films. So the holiday, would you stay in the cottage, the cute little cottage in Surrey, I believe? Or would you go for the lake house in the lake house? Which romantic getaway would be your choice? I will also defer 
Oh. So Mrs. Smith, ladies first. So we'd either go yeah, to I'd, like a. I'd probably say cottage. Like oh, yay! Cottage. There's something about like a cozy cottage and mm. I don't know, just the warmth of that, right? Excellent. Uh, I would say the lake house. I think there's, you know, there's something about the tranquility of water. Uh, I had a bad experience with water when I was a kid, and for a long time I was a bit spooked in water where I couldn't touch the bottom. I've gotten over that, but uh, I've always kind of loved the tranquility. Man, you're in the room now. You just can't butt in all the time. Um, I've always kind of loved that, right? I think when you get up in the morning, you go out, you have your coffee, the water's mm-hmm. still. There's something about that. But even even the woods. I mean, I've just found as I've gotten older, nature itself is is very calming. Mm-hmm. Trees, yeah. plants. I want more plants in my house. You know, it's it's a good thing. What about you guys? I, I'm with you, Will, um, because Kim. I actually live in a cottage. Kim lives in a cottage. I actually have a cottage. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we we live outside of London. There's lots of countryside. It's very cottagey. Yeah which is lovely and cozy and there's nothing like yeah snuggling up by the fire yeah, um absolutely but so for that reason yeah i'd say the lake house because yeah. that's something different uh slightly different and like will yeah. love the, the the woods the forest the the, the water yeah. um yeah i'd go for the lake house yeah for a getaway yeah mm-hmm. same yeah. here yeah. yeah for that reason just to um the fact that i have a cottage is lovely but yeah for a change i'd say the Just mix it up. Yeah. yeah yeah can i say i love that you guys also say cottage because i don't think our friends to the south of us uh in in america say cottage i think they say cabin oh, oh okay right yeah. oh, oh right okay because you guys say cottage right so yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. the film was it knock at the cabin door it would be, yes it would be uh, you guys would be knock at the cottage door <laughs> yeah 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 so. Yeah. What about you, Davey? What do you got? Uh, mine are all food. Mine are all food related stuff. I got a lot of food too, but you go. Let's, let's get there. I've not, I've not gone with the romance. I've just gone with the food. Um, <laughs> food is love. Food is love, right? Food is love. Food, yeah. food is love. Uh, um, last night, uh, we, we rewatched uh, Soft Places and then we watched Secretary. Uh, and this uh, was accompanied by beer and pretzels. Um, so I'm going to say beer and pretzels or cheese and wine. Ooh. Mama? Well, seeing so I have celiac. All uh, <laughs> oh, right. Uh, yeah. As much as I love pretzels, um, I'm going to have to say cheese and wine on this. Because mm-hmm. if you get a good cheese and you pair it with a really good wine, yeah, mm. uh, I don't it's know, a few minutes of just cheese and yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's that's my my say. How about you? Well, I uh, I respectfully to you, my dear. I do not have celiac, thankfully. <laughs> so and I love cheese and I love wine, but I gotta pop open a few buttons on my shirt, and get into some beer and pretzels. I nice. I love it. it's uh yeah. Look, uh, beer and pretzels are just pretzels are one of the great things in life. I should have asked though. Is it soft pretzels or hard pretzels? Presumably because- soft. I love it. Uh, this is the soft places episodes. Yeah. True. Well, yeah. How apt. Well, actually, last night, what are they? Peanut they're butter. Peanut butter pretzels. Oh, peanut, they're like these, yeah. those little bites. There's, it's not the big like the little bites, pretzel bites, peanut yeah. butter pretzel. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Good. So good. Listen, oh. before I knew I had it, I used to eat all that stuff, and I yeah. love. It. But a good soft pretzel, you know, dip it in some like hot mustard or cheese, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. butter, you name it. Yeah. yeah. But actually, I, I'm with. 
Teresa, I'd probably go cheese and wine because there's many, many combinations. Right. So so mm. many different cheeses and so many different mm. wines. And then if you get the the two the the, the two right ones together, ah, oh, that's dynamite. Right. Oh, yeah. Like like a great couple. Like a great couple. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the thing. It, it depends where you are. And I said this. If I'm in Spain, I'm gonna go beer. Uh, if you're in a hot, because it's a hot country, I want something down. refreshing. You want a cold beer and a. Yeah, yeah. but then there's red wine and there's cheese and yeah. You've I got to pick one. Oh God. Okay. Uh, I'm on a real brie thing at the moment because you made that sandwich with the brie. I did. I called it. I call it a cloud sandwich because it was just Uh-oh. so. I do oh. this 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 uh, grilled sandwich uh, like oh God, we'd say so cheese toasty, but it's with brie and yeah. oof. Yeah. In it. I put rocket. Uh, I put brie. Uh, this Italian ham uh-huh. with rock rocket and a rocket. apple apple chutney. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Okay, so yeah. you have apple in there. Yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. And that hits good. So I'm gonna actually let's say cheese and wine. Cheese and wine. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> um and uh and th- this is uh on the same theme um because this morning we had do you call it uh if you have a soft boiled egg egg and soldiers when you dip the I, that's so funny i'm gonna tell you something very funny so yeah that is obviously um like is that English. what you call it is that what you call it though that's what, what it, i call it and i would tell you a very personal reason for calling yeah. it my mother my mother was english so right. she would make it make it for me Right. And I made it for the kids a few times. So the the, the minute I hear that, I think of my mom. Oh, right. oh nice. Like, uh, yeah, my mom's birthday was a few days ago. So we bought crumpets because I have a lot of memories of having crumpets with like butter and jam when I was a yes. kid. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. Soldiers, man, that was that's what's up. Love them. Yeah. So I, so I'd say egg and soldiers or bubble and squeak. Do you know what bubble and squeak is? Never heard. I've of it. heard the term many times through many friends, but I, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's again, it's very English. We Kim. make it. Well, Kim, I make what, it. You, you describe what it is. Um, so it's usually leftovers from a roast dinner. Yes. But it's roasted potatoes that are then mashed down and all the veg is cold and you mash it together with egg. That sounds gross, actually. When and then you fry it, it up. And then you fry <laughs> it up. Yeah. And it's delicious. And we have it with an egg on top. Yeah, with a poached egg, egg on top. Poached egg on top. Yeah. Uh, it's a very breakfast theme theme thing. So, egg and soldiers or bubble and squeak. But actually, I'm, g- I'm going to add something here. The reason is because this morning we did egg and soldiers with gentleman's relish. Mm. Ooh, what's a gentleman's relish? <laughs> well, <laughs> or... I'm going to say dare I ask. <laughs> do you really want to know? Or man paste? I actually do. Man, man paste. As, I, as Kim I, I called it. What Man paste. <laughs> gentleman's paste. Yeah. Gentleman's paste. Um, yeah. Which, which, which can mean something else. But uh, <laughs> well, let's uh, hope it's not pasty. Yeah. Um, that looked at it. <laughs> in this context, it's uh, butter with anchovies and herbs like fresh rosemary and some chili flakes. It's it's like a, it's anchovy butter on on the toast. Oh, and all. Interesting. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was delicious, actually. Yeah. So anyway, uh, egg and soldiers or bubble and squeak? I'm going to say egg and soldiers. I just, that's just, uh, I don't know. I'm an egg, I'm an eggy girl. I like to have my eggs in the morning. I had some right. this morning with toast. So yeah. How about you, babe? 
So obvious sentimental reasons, uh, as good as bubble and squeak sounds. And I'd like to try that. I got to find mm-hmm. a good recipe. Um, I'm going to go. Yeah. The soldiers got to go with them. Okay. And how about uh, you? Uh, I, I, I'd go with egg and soldiers because it has a certain nostalgia. When I was a kid, my daughters absolutely love it. Um, yeah, it's a thing for us. And, yeah, yeah, it is. And I'd, I'd go for the same. I'd say egg and soldiers because you cook it. So I get my breakfast made for me. And well, if, if uh, it's bubble and squeak, it tends to be me. And if it's got gentleman's relish on it, uh, even more. If it's got, the relish on, <laughs> if it's got my relish on it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. Um, I have this thing. So your bubble and squeak there is it's similar, but not exactly uh, to something we used to do. My mum used to do something. I don't know how to, I, I think. I was going to say, I didn't know how to say it in English, but I, I think I do. Um, so we used to have leftover mashed potatoes yeah. and we used to fry it up with uh, Swiss chard. I don't know. Very similar. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah, and, yeah. you fry it together and then you add bacon to it. Yes, yes. And, yeah. Amazing. It is. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's our kind of take, like, I guess the Italian bubble and squeak there. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it sounds just as good, if not better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Excellent. Um, you guys got any more? I've got one more silly one. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Because uh, Kim was talking about romantic getaways and stuff. So I was thinking weekend at Bernie's <laughs> or, Ferris <laughs> Bu- or, or Ferris Bueller's day off. So yeah. oh. <laughs> I, since she's still pontificating, I'm going to go Bueller. Yeah. yeah uh, only by virtue of having seen it more. Yeah. Um, I, got, I, I am re- I think I'm up for I'm due for a rewatch of uh, Weekend at Bernie's though because I saw something recently right I referred to Weekend at Bernie's I don't know where we were I was <clears throat> what the context was now but I I mentioned it and it, yeah I got to rewatch it but I'm gonna say yeah. Bueller as it stands FYI that noise in the background is Will's chair it is the chair <laughs> okay I, I, I heard it a couple times and I'm like I yeah no they I'm don't a gentleman it's a leather chair. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's that's the cover up. Okay, got it. Yeah. 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 High five. <laughs> Thanks, baby. You're yeah. welcome. Got your back. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Anyways. All um, that beer and pretzels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I'm gonna say the same. Ferris Bueller, only for the sake of I haven't watched Weekend at Bernie's probably since it came out. So, yeah. We should, try, we should watch it with the kids. Let's do it. Mm. They're into the comedies right now. We've seen some kind of raunchy comedies with them that they they enjoy them. And this, and they're old enough. They see worse. It's still awkward. Phones. It's very awkward. Oh no no we 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 do the same. And I've mm. watched with my daughters, and their their tastes are broadening, and their humor's broadening. And like one of my oldest daughter, that she loves Superbad. Oh, so it's not so yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And Brady has a t-shirt of uh, McLovin. Yes, he does. Yeah, my daughter's got a, a poster. Yeah, McLovin poster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, you know, and all, all of those films from the 90s, 2000s are indebted to Mr. Hughes and mm. Bueller. Uh, I've lost count of how many times I've seen it. Um, and every time uh, I enjoy it and I notice... You know, but it's it's quite a quirky film in in the editing and the structure and the breaking the fourth wall and the music choices. It's um it's a really interesting film uh, and very funny and yeah. it's a classic for a reason. Yeah. And it has my girl Jennifer Grey in it, so. 
Yes, 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 yes. Uh, she's the sister. Yeah, she's yeah. Sister, yeah, yeah. The uptight sister, but still, yeah. nonetheless. She's good. I was she's listening good. to Dr. Shane yesterday, actually. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Because he has that, like, uh, scene where he's on the float. The parade. Yeah, that parade thing. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Funny. What about okay. you? You're a Bueller? You uh, I'd say a Bueller. And also, going back to the sort of houses in films, the friend, is it Connor? Oh, his oh, dad. Cameron. Her, Cameron, um, sorry. Uh, yeah, his Cameron's car house, and the yeah. house is incredible. Yeah, with, with the, the, the car yeah. drives out the yeah, window. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I love that. It's I like a tree. That. It's like up in the tr- yeah. trees. It's, it's almost like, like a tree this, house thing. In, like, yeah. in the woods. Yeah. And yeah, for that reason, uh, I love interiors. I love architecture. So I'm going to say that. Yeah, we, we, we have to, we regularly watch... Um, What's the thing you make me watch? Digest. Ar- architectural digest. digest where the celebrity couples take you around the houses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love, I love watching. Yeah, celebrities. You know, since you got, since you're into architecture, Kim, uh, for some reason it always pops out to me. I, I'm, I'm sure Davey's a fan of it. The Fifth Chord, the Franco Nero film. It's probably top five Jello. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. There's that great house. It's got those huge bay windows. Yes. Night with like those floating wooden stairs. There's some great architecture in that film. Yeah. Well, there is. And another thing which came out of um, some Jello watches, because this is, I think it must be a very 70s thing. Yeah. Something we've, we've both got a deep love for, is it called a conversation pit? Conversation pit. Yeah. 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 Many, many films oh. where the. Oh, yeah, I, the I, sunken, I a sunken floor, like a sunken lounge. In yeah. the lounge, there's, it goes down, down almost and... like a, a small swimming pool, and you sit around the edge. And yeah. I think it's called a conversation pit, and there's there's quite yeah. a few of those in Jellos. Yeah. Yeah. Those are nice. That's cool. I always I I didn't know what it was until you said it, and then the the, the name is very apt. It's very yeah. Bang on for what it is. I think they're coming back too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, we we should bring it back. Yeah, let's bring it back. Bring, bring it back. back. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, I got a few. I got to start one off that's very GGTMC. So, ladies, let's get your input on this one first. Tom Selleck or Burt Reynolds? Oh. Gosh. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Okay, we've got an issue here because I'm sitting next to the biggest Burt fan. You can't say Tom Selleck. Well... <laughs> Only, only because I've been watching Friends over, you know, recently again. You're, and, and, no. Mm, oh, yeah. I shouldn't have done it. You can't. No, no. Do you know what? I've, I've just bought you that Burt doll. And, yeah. So, I, I, now I'm going to say, well, what's that film that we watched? No, we don't, got? don't, don't back. <laughs> Seriously? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna say no, it. no, no, no. I just, I just need it in. Oh God. Well, it's okay. I'm, I'm going to say Bert. I'm going to say Bert because. Um, <laughs> it's close. It was a close one. Was that an international? Incident? I, 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 I have. I, I think, I think Bert is definitely the the better actor. He's yeah. more interesting. Uh, what are we talking about? Looks? Are we talking about whether they look I don't know. Well, what, what's, you know? Yeah. Uh, what let's, let's say who's, yeah, who's more of a charming hunk? Oh, but without a doubt. Well, without a doubt. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No. Yeah. Uh, but I think Tom Selleck, he reminds me of my childhood too. That's the thing. It's kind mm. of like a, 
It's like, oh, Uncle Tom. He's more of an Uncle Tom. You know? Oh, right. Well, Bert is like, oh, my God. It's Bert. <laughs> it's, it's, like, uh, we put him on the top of the Christmas tree. That's how yeah, much yeah. he needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was David's Christmas present for me. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I obviously... Obviously, but for me, yeah. don't say no more. Uh, uh, Teresa, please tell us. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I was going to say Bert only for the fact that I feel like he's more versatile. He's funny. I mean, yeah. much more more things with Bert in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Bert. Nice. Well, you all know which way I'm <laughs> he's going, Tom. Yeah, no, I love, listen, I like Selick. I feel like he's never reached the heights he could yeah. have. He had the no. look. He's got some pretty good comedic chops. Yeah. But, you know, what he, what Bert is, is what Sella could have been, but never mm-hmm. reached the summit. So, mm-hmm. with all due respect. He's, he's like the, the brother that didn't make it as far. Quite, yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. Quite, quite, quite get there. Yeah. Um, let's keep the hunk train going here. <laughs> 70s, 70s era. Or late 60s, early 70s era. Robert Redford or Warren Beatty? Oh, God. Mm. Are we just going off a look, so yeah, not not anything what, else? Uh, yeah, we'll just say who's who's the who's the dreamier hunk. Mm. I'm gonna say Warren. Warren Beatty, okay. I oh, guess okay. <laughs> just just off a look. Yeah, he's a good actor. All right. Kim. We don't have the same taste, Teresa. Oh, um, I'd say Robert Redford, without a doubt. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. There was like, no hesitation no there. No hesitation. Yeah. Have you seen the man? Okay, I, I have to. Are we talking about now in their prime? Though? Prime. Okay. So, so like uh, three I'm, days of the Condor Redford, like you know. Okay, I'm gonna have to look this up then. <laughs> if you want to want to vamp while she's. We, we need to. They, the, the ladies need to do some research, some intense. Oh, look research. at that! I'm sorry. Wait, yes, sorry. in this picture here, he looks good. Yeah, you know what? In this picture, he's good. Hold on. Okay, okay. Um, all right, I'll let you guys keep doing your thing. Maybe. Uh, me, um, I'm going to go Redford because uh, I think he's incredibly good looking and I'm a huge Butch and Sundance fan. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, I got to say it's a clean sweep. Uh, here too, I love I love Beatty. I think he's great. I love like the parallax view and some of the interest mm-hmm. he did. I, Splendor in the Grass is one of my all time favorite films because my mom just adored it. Um, but Redford to me, uh, and I'm not you know into blondes, um, you know, but he's uh, he just yeah he puts it together. He's an incredible actor. He's aged gracefully mm-hmm. as far as one can tell. Yeah, I, I like I like everything you know on the surface. I like what I what I know of him, right? Not to say I don't of Beatty, but Redford to me kind of yeah. seems like the gold standard for career arc, what he's done and contributed with Sundance and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I gotta go. Oh. Redford, Mama. Yeah, you know what? Okay, I'm looking at pictures now, um, and I might have to retract that. I mean, they're both good-looking guys at a young age, so like. Okay, I'm looking at some pictures. In this picture, I don't yeah. think. No, but look at but this, this, like this pic- or the shaggier no, no, no. hair. This picture. <laughs> so I wish I could show you guys the picture. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I guess it really just depends. They're both. They both have like good, good. Is this or that, pictures. babe? It's not okay, this and that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it all. Um, 
Okay, just off of this picture, I'm gonna say okay. Robert Redford. There you go. There you, you go. got there. But you got but there. I but I do think Warren's cute. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, who would? I'll ask the ladies that. Davy, we can answer if we want. We can answer. Mm-hmm. Why? We're uh, modern men. Who would be better in the sack? Ooh. Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> or Hulk Hogan? Brother. Oh my God! Oh God! <laughs> like the. Uh... <laughs> I feel like they both... Macho Man has to wear the shades. Hogan has to wear the bandana. Hang on, I just have... Oh no. So I'm just I'm just oh, showing Kim no, pictures no. of. Uh... I just was like, who's Randy Savage? Oh, oh. this is incredible. If they... oh my god. I feel I like Hulk Hogan is. Uh, you know Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. Do you know what? Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kim going for the madness? <laughs> Do you know? Well. Mm, Hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're both like selfish lovers. They would. I was gonna say they, they both, both would be selfish lovers. They would be selfish world. lovers. They'd be like one and done. They'd like, be two, two pumps. Yeah. Done. Oh my two god. Yeah. <laughs> two pumps. <laughs> two pumps and done. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just like sitting there. But no. Uh, do you know what? I'd have to go. I don't know why I'm answering this. I really don't. Hulk Hogan because he's less yes. hairy. He's less hairy, and I I don't. Oh. One boss, masses I, of hair, and I think the other one's really hairy. He's got a hairy crack. That guy's got a hairy crack. <laughs> now, are you really picking him because of that, or is it more because you, you picture him ripping off your clothes like he rips he off? Rips off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smile rising in your mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, which one could I run away from faster? Um, that's that's the question. <laughs> uh, no, I think for me, it would probably be the opposite. I would, I would say Macho Man Randy oh, Savage. <laughs> he never talks to me like that while he's like. Oh, he would. <laughs> <laughs> he like, would. Do I make you horny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. Davey, who you got? The oh, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I want to go brunette, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, brunette or blonde. That voice, oh, that voice. That would, that would. Uh, you do like a lot of hair though, isn't it? You like. It's that, that would get me going. I don't know. I'm gonna go Hulk Hogan, oh. um, because I feel you like. like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go Hulk Hogan now. I want Hulk Hogan, age. <laughs> the granddaddy, the age seventy. I feel he's. <laughs> He'll still like, have uh, from him too. <laughs> uh, no, because I feel like he'll still have some strength and some uh, confidence and dominance in bed. But he might, but he might just time. be a little bit gentler. Mm. He might, he just, just might have chilled out a bit, yeah. and he'll have that perfect combination of dominance and um, yeah. um, sweetness. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got to go with the madness on this one too. <laughs> You know, he's got to wear the shades. He's got to have the, he's got to come in the robe with the rhinestones on it. Let <laughs> me get the madness. I want all of it. So all right. <laughs> he's logic. I like Davey's logic. Um, cream, not, not gentleman's cream. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> gentleman's cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. or, or, uh, cream or broth based soups. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, it's for me. It's definitely broth based, like clear, clearly. 
definitely a broth based soup. Yeah, yeah. My, my broth. <laughs> oh, soup. actually, Kim's Kim's uh, uh, vegetable noodle ramen style. Yeah. Broth. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm I'm half Asian, so I know how to cook Asian cuisine and yeah, a noodle broth soup. Yeah, your noodle soup. Yeah. Chili, prawns, coriander, that style. That's mm-hmm. that's one. Mm-hmm. Book the flight. We're there. Yeah. <laughs> you're, welcome. you're welcome to dinner anytime. What, what about what about you guys? Honestly, it, for me, it really just depends. Like um, time of the year, how I'm feeling. Like if I'm sick, I want a good homemade chicken soup. I make a. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I feel like it's like amazing, but it's it exactly is. what I like. Um, my chicken soup, homemade chicken soup, is great. But um, but I don't know. I'm if I had to pick one, it would definitely be cream. I I like a good creamy soup yeah yeah it's very comforting yeah Yeah, it is and that's the thing it's I mean all soup is comforting but um when I was younger I I worked in a in a restaurant and I hated soup absolutely hated soup when I was younger um because growing up like every other day my mom made soup being Italian right so um, but uh this guy he was one of the chefs there and he made an incredible soup and it was him that got me into it and a lot of his soups were cream based and uh yeah it it just kind of changed the way i thought about soups and now i love it so yeah nice awesome so i think a few years ago i would have gone with cream based as i've gotten older yeah i, I prefer broth um you know it's a fun well, not fun but a, a way that <laughs> my mother-in-law does it is it's a broth-based soup, but she purees the vegetables and the broth together, so it's not quite creamy or as thick or heavy as a crust. Yeah. But it's like a pureed soup. It's uh, yeah, it's, yeah. A minestrone like that's really good. Yeah, yeah. So y'all got to go broth as well. Uh, so do two more quick ones here, and then we'll we'll get into our review proper. Okay. So ideal date, <laughs> brunch on the beach, or lunch with pedicure and massage. Oh my gosh. Oh. oh, okay. Uh, ladies first. Oh, okay. Um, what's the first one? Definitely, the, definitely uh, brunch on the beach. I'd yeah, we'll say. see. It's a packable brunch. On the yeah, beach. made by David. Oh. And oh. probably in Warbiswick, where we went that time. Oh, a little, a little. Oh, the the Suffolk coast, the English yeah. Suffolk coast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. That's what we did. Um. Oh. Uh, sorry. I'll be, uh, yeah, I I agree. Yeah. Uh, we're big fans of brunch here. Brunch is probably one of my favourite meals. It's something we do together yeah, a lot. Yeah, we we'll, do a lot. Yeah. On a weekend, we have a lazy, you know, lazy Sunday brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, love going to the beach. Yeah, yeah, brunch on the beach. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's nice, nice. Okay, so I guess my answer <laughs> goes with: Does my massage have a happy ending? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're being so polite. Oh, we are and, so British. Oh, we're being so terribly English about the whole thing. Yes. Listen, brunch and the beach can also result in a happy. It can, but so, I just yeah. make sand up my. The ass. sand is very. Yeah, that's true. Abrasive. That's true. I mean... Abrasive is a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Honestly, I. Oh God. We'll assume that's... a happy ending is at the end of both. Both. The pot of gold is yeah. at the end of both rainbow. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I absolutely love 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 the beach the idea of being on the beach anytime whether it's to eat relax whatever that's usually my number one 
but I really am a sucker for a good massage. So if, if I get to eat and have a massage afterwards and uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Do the the lunch massage. massage. Yeah. See, I was worried I overstacked that one. You kind of um, did a little but, bit. <laughs> but, but it's funny because three against one here, I'm also going to go the beach. brunch and beach just to be in kind of like one of those shack style restaurants that they serve impact yeah. fresh seafood and, you know, or egg, whatever you want, right? You're having that, the beach, the weather's optimal. And as I've oh. got, I feel like the warmth of the sun on my face is something I, oh, I really well. cherish that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, like, me and you, me and you, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it, doll. Let's do it. Um, okay, we'll do one more here. Marilyn Monroe. Oh. Or Sophia Loren. Oh, oh that's tricky. Hmm, <laughs> that's really tricky, isn't it? Because not for me, it's not. Well, not because as, as growing I, up, I was a massive fan of Marilyn Monroe, like massive to the point where you my were. whole bedroom had Marilyn Monroe memorabilia. It was weird. It was just covered in it. Um, so I have, a, yeah. So Marilyn? Yeah, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with Marilyn just because that was my childhood sort of like iconic, you know. Mm-hmm. Teresa? Yeah. You know what? As I, I, I might uh, get some backlash from my fellow Italians, but um, I do love... <sighs> Yeah, I know. I do love Sophia Loren. I love her. I've always thought she was just like a knockout. But um, I, there was something about Marilyn and, mm. uh, you know, how she changed the image of what like a woman should be and uh, like American wise. Right. But mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I definitely would say Marilyn Monroe. I know mm-hmm. what it's going to be. I I think uh, I think I know what Will's going to say. Oh, I yeah. think I, <laughs> and I and I think we're both going to go the same way. And I'm Sophia Loren oh, all yeah. the way, absolutely. all the way. It, absolutely. Um, she's stunning, uh, powerful. Um, uh, obviously, sorry, someone. Oh, someone outside disagrees. Um, <laughs> oh, Marilyn. Uh, fan okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to stick up for the, for the Italians here, un, unlike the Italian on the podcast, <laughs> uh, and say, obviously I mentioned earlier, blondes, brunettes, there's something far more attractive and exotic uh, about Sophia Loret. Wow, you really disagree. Really has it in for Marilyn. Man. What's the what's the problem with Sophia Loren? Jesus. Um uh, No, I'm going to go Sophia Loren. She's absolutely stunning, and I highly recommend there's a little... A uh, very short, like half-hour documentary on Netflix called "What Would Sophia Loren Do," which I highly recommend. Mm, um, and uh, what a woman! Yeah. I didn't even know about that, and I, I'll definitely have to watch that one. It, it's about an Italian-American uh, grandmother from New Jersey uh, going through her own challenges in in life, and she's sort of always been not obsessed, but always looked up to Sophia Loren as, as an icon and a an inspiration and um she it's about her journey to to try and meet meet her and it's it's, it's a brilliant it's beautiful and what a woman Sophia Loren is yeah yeah, yeah. I gotta see that I gotta see yeah. that it's, thir- it's 30 minutes it's it's yeah. it's brilliant it's short and sweet yeah so I, I do want to say this I am absolutely Sophia Loren but I love Marilyn Monroe I mm-hmm. think she's beautiful I think she's a very very talented actress yes a very tragic story absolutely um, and I don't think she gets her flowers as an actress or even as an actress with comedic timing, which is no. the, 
right? So she's lovely. Um, but conversely, I don't think Sophia Loren is celebrated. I mean, she is celebrated. It's obvious these two women are two of the most iconic women in in film and, and just the way they're looked at as sex symbols the world over. But I think what both of them bring to their craft, and in this case, Sophia Loren, I think she's an incredible actress. Mm. Yeah. I've seen her do like her sex. You guys, if Kim, if you haven't seen her sex comedy she did in the 60s uh, and early 70s, you guys would enjoy them. Teresa and I have okay. seen her. They're lovely. Yeah. They, they're yeah. just, uh, they're, they're great. But I love Sophia Loren. Uh, yeah. I used to, only in the past maybe 15 years, because I used mm. to see pictures of her. And I'd say, what's the fuss with her? Why does everyone love her? And then She's I saw her on sassy. film. But then I saw her on film. I saw her living and breathing. And you, when you see aura. her moving and living and breathing, yeah. like, now I get it. Yeah. I also liked in the documentary how she didn't sacrifice her career for her family, um, for her husband, um, and who is also in the film industry. Mm-hmm. But she was a wonderful mum. And as a mum myself, you know, it's something that you kind of admire when you see somebody who's yeah. obviously doing what they love, pursuing their goals, but then also at times steps back and just becomes a mum or, you know, um, mm-hmm. not just becomes a mum, sorry. But you know what I mean? It's it's yeah, where yeah. she she puts her children first and, and, then, that's how it should be. and her family first. And I love that about her in that little documentary. You get to see a glimpse yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, just to touch on what you were saying about like, like about her husband and whatnot. I, I know there was like, I guess it was talk that he had asked her to get a nose job or something, and she had said oh. that she wasn't going to because that was like her right. and she to represent herself and, and mm. what, some some along those lines. So she was staying right. to who she was and mm. somewhat. And I, I love that about her. Um, oh, yeah. She didn't conform to Hollywood. No anyway she mm. stuck true to who she was and uh yeah, yeah. I, I think there was like a picture at a time where her and jane mansfield were sitting at the oh, table that together that yeah, picture yeah. is just mm-hmm. classic the disgust on her face mm. <laughs> um, she, yes. she just represents class and and yes i do love that about her so yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a, it was a hard pick but but I, there's just something iconic about Marilyn. No, so. for sure. Yeah. And there's yeah. no wrong answers, right? It's, but I just think what, much to what you said, uh, it feels weird saying Teresa, because I never call her Teresa, I call her Mama. <laughs> Mama That's okay. It's like, yeah. So I, I agree, and I think Sophia Loren's strength and courage to not conform and to be herself. And that quote, like the quote I love is she says, I'd much rather eat pasta and drink wine than be a size zero. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Right? You have to love yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, have the strength in an industry that a lot of times wants conformity to someone else's ideals or perceived ideals and for her to have the courage to do that and to succeed on terms Mm -hmm. is something to applaud absolutely totally so there you go there you go so that is uh this or that we're going to take a short break we're going to crawl into some soft places (laughs) (laughs) we will be right back
It's time for our review proper, which, as we said in the opening, is 1978's Soft Places, directed by Maria Lise, starring Annette Haven, quite the uh, it girl in her heyday, Paul Tam, Paul Thomas, Paul Thomas, not Paul Thomas Anderson, um, John, appropriately named John Seaman. <laughs> uh, yes, I had noticed that. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Uh, Rock Steady. Uh, yeah, Elaine Wells, and maybe Dolores Prissington, and I'll just name one more here. Maybe my favorite name in the uh, the bunch, Carl Regal. Yes, very good, very good. Uh, and like I said, a cast of others. So you guys had seen this one first. Full disclosure, we had kind of talked about maybe doing Cafe Flesh. Maybe mm-hmm. the next time we'll do Cafe Flesh. Um, but Ghost Dick was almost too. <laughs> <laughs> we sold you with the Ghost Dick. Yeah. The Ghost Dick. Um, I'll synopsize this. Did you guys want to kind of lead? Do you want uh, sort of? How do we want to do this? Um, I would prefer if you did because because we've seen it. We've yeah. seen it already, yeah, yeah. and we're we're more intrigued what what you guys think. Mm. So I would. I well, I'd like the ladies to. I want to get their opinion and uh, you, you you guys more so. So, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I'll kind of start just to ease you into it, baby. I'll put the seat back a little bit. And... Oh, such a gentleman. <laughs> That's it. And then you come in whenever you want to. Um, let me synopsize this, this, uh, this one. Returning from the funeral of her very wealthy and prominent husband, the widow, accompanied by her family attorney, discusses the unusual will her husband has left. In order to inherit the full benefits of this spoken will, it is required that the widow experience every known sexual activity. I think I'll leave it at that because this guy's very wordy in their um, synopsis. So, yeah, I had never seen this one. Truth be told, I had a moment of panic. I was worried I didn't hit the record button. As I was reading that synopsis, I was starting to stress out. Oh. We are recording. We're good. Um I don't watch a lot of, uh, like, 70s porn, and not for any reason. I'm certainly not a prude, but I have to say, watching them, it always gives me an appreciation for what they were trying to do in the industry at the time, right? This was before the mm-hmm. 80s came, no pun intended, mm-hmm. and, every, and then now we're, we're in the age when it's, like, these three-minute clips that you get on a lot of the, the popular sites or five-minute clips. Everything's very bite-sized and... Mm-hmm. At this point, the industry was trying to make somewhat respectable films. They're making mm. films that have plots. There's costumes, right? It's a different. Yeah, film. yeah. What's like Jack Horner would have made? Yes, yes, exactly. They're 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 movies. There's, there's narrative. They're, mm. they're actually uh, there's characters and narrative, and uh, they're actually it, it's it's an it is an adult film. It's a film. Yeah. Yeah, it's a film proper with sex as opposed to kind of a, a greatest hits package that you get from um, from porn nowadays, right? Or that's mm-hmm. kind of base and there's there's no... I mean, I'm sure there are still uh, films being made with plot and so forth, but it's not quite the same. Um, I want to talk just for a minute about our director, Maria Lise. So, you know, I can't say this with any real authority, but my assumption is there weren't a lot of women directing adult films at the time, right? Would you say that's probably a fair statement as far as you guys know? I, I would, because I discovered this initially uh, after watching a few um, Roberta Finley movies. Oh, 
and then sort of reading up on who also made sort of move from adult films to to exploitation b-movie horror movies and things and you know when you talk about the industry and female directors it's it's pretty sparse and Maria Lees and Roberta Finley are two probably the most prominent ones at, at this time so looking into Roberta Finley led me to this and um yeah I think it would be fair to say that yeah and of course uh, she transitioned Maria Lees that is transition into Hollywood and this is this was a fun uh, discovery she directed Dolly Dearest she did yeah which uh, which is a it's a not a great film but it's fun you know and again it's it's interesting to see at the time a woman uh, directing a genre film or being able to direct film because it, it's funny this is in our time it's you know when we were we were all uh, kids but it's, it's funny to think that in our lifetime this and, and unfortunately even still today that it's still an issue for women to have a seat at the table as directors, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, but this was uh, this was cool to see, and I have to say, I kind of I enjoyed watching this film through the lens of it being directed by a woman and how they framed the sex, how they did, like what her approach was in that regard, right? Because it's I think it seems a little different, and again, it could have been the time, but also, uh, like I said, through a through a woman's eye, right? So. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, and then we get Annette Haven, who I think also crossed over into like Hollywood films or. I think she did. She had, was she in uh, Body Double? Um, sorry, I'm just looking up here. I think she was in Body Double. Yeah. Um, 10. Um, there's a few things she did. There's a lot of, I think she kind of toggled back and forth between. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely an adult film. Nina Hartley and Bunny <laughs> Bunny Blue Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Rick Savage, Mark Wallace, lots of. Uh... <laughs> wow, this one we should look into this one. Trick or Treat, 1985. Is this an Annette Haven movie? Yeah. It stars uh, Tom Byron, Joy Silvera, Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley plays a character named Stinker Bell. <laughs> oh, oh well, we have to watch that. <laughs> Eric Edwards plays the ghost. Rita Ricardo plays Morticia. So interesting. Okay, cool. We won for a Halloween episode. Yeah, of definitely. Very cool. Um, but yeah, so we're watching this film, and it opens up, and yeah, you can see, you know, they're working the camera. It's got this really bizarre flashback though that opens up, and it almost feels like a really bad school photo where they got the head turned sideways yeah yeah in, uh, oh like the yeah. yeah so horrible <laughs> and it's like so she's got the silhouette of her own face while she's giving head yeah so it's like it was just an odd odd thing to see at the beginning but yeah yeah tech the, the technique isn't great i mean i guess she's doing something different stylistically but <laughs> A bit jarring. It feels like yeah, like a like a school photo gone wrong. Yeah. That's how it goes. Um what did I want to mention too? There's something I got I not to sidebar too much. I don't know if it was Paul Thomas or someone was in a Dracula Sucks movie. <laughs> Dracula Sucks. And then which led me to th- there's that other one, there's Succula. It's funny that there's all these Oh, here we go. Yeah, Annette Annette Haven is in Dracula Sucks. Same year, nineteen seventy eight. 
good year for her. It was a good yeah. year for me too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It is a good year. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, this is this has got some good reviews. <laughs> yeah. We might have to think about Dracula. So I do it. Oh, John, John Holmes is in that. Okay, all right. Legend. Uh, yeah, this has got some uh, some good write ups. So maybe this needs to be added to the list too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but he was. Um, or Jamie Gillis. Yeah, Jamie Gillis. <laughs> but on, on what you were saying, something that Kim and I talked about is from from the get go. I mean, it's they they don't mess around this straight in with a blowjob in like the first 30 seconds. But there is a very weird montage collage thing. Mm. But straight away, it sets you up that we're going to try and do something a bit different here. And it's yeah there's a there's a slight abstraction to it and a dreaminess mm. and um it's a bit abrasive but it there's a unique flavor to it and i think straight away that the fact that it's directed by a woman who was obviously trying to do something with it and trying to say something it comes through yeah I, i'd be interested to see what the ladies think of that oh gosh well, Teresa, what do you think of it? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, so like, no, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just, I mean, like, obviously, uh, that's a different flavor of uh, porn that I'm used to. Yeah, but um, but it was interesting. I mean, like, it, it was good to get a different view per se. Now, for me, I, I. Uh, I thought, like I said, the the starting scene there with the silhouette and whatnot, it, it kind of gave me that that school vibe. So I it was trying to, yeah. I was tr- well, no, for real though, like I was trying to to take that away from that. So yeah. you know what I mean, like yeah, to yeah, yeah, disassociate the two. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. But I, I think looking at kind of the nuts and bolts, like Dave's saying, the that that is an interesting thing. So I think you know we would look at it and just think, okay, she's doing something a little different here, right? As opposed to just hopping into the back of the car. Because she could have very easily done it where there was sort of like a the soft kind of the ripple on the screen and then it's, it's soft focus and we get this you know, blowjob scene. But she's trying to do something, like you said, Dave, abstract here, mm, which, mm. Um, which I like. Which I, As much as, yeah, we kind of call it the school photo gone wrong. School photo <laughs> gone wrong, but it's there is something about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think, too, that looking at a film in the 70s, it's interesting for me to see where the industry's at um, as far as uh, body, like body images and, and how people are, like how people look just in very plain language. Right. Mm. Yeah. What the fixation is with. And I think, you know, in the 90s, this was a there was an overcorrection and everyone was mm. very plastic and everything was waxed and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in a way, it's refreshing to see, you know, natural, normal, natural, yeah. having sex, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about this earlier today. Yeah, it's um, it's where you start to go, oh, that's what actual normal bodies look like, you know, um, very hairy. <laughs> mostly, it, mostly there hair. There was a yeah, lot yeah. of hair, yeah. you know. Um, Scenes more than others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I would have been thinking um, it out quite a bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think she's beautiful. Um, 
Annette Haven. Haven. Annette yeah. Haven. As soon as she was on the screen, it's like, wow, porcelain skin, uh, had that 1940s look, um, with the red, the red lips, the deep red hair. Mm. Um, you know, she's and and her attire, like what she was wearing, mm. um, was you know a sort of. A, I suppose she was trying to look prudish. They were trying to make her look prudish with the hat and the gloves on a hot summer's day, you know. Almost um, Victorian, like very, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's she's stunning to look at. That's, you know, the sort of first thing that I took from it was that, wow, she's beautiful. Um, you also, her eyebrows. <laughs> her eyebrows. I'm looking at the, 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 the lawyer comes on, I'm like, man, look at his hair. And yeah. Like, man, look, at, check out her eyebrows. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, girl's going to regret plucking those bad boys yeah. that bad, you know. Um, but yeah, no, she's, she's beautiful. She's very glamorous. Um, and I think they tried to sort of use her outfits in terms of showing who she was as well. You know, like they even though she had glamorous hair and, and makeup, they, the sort of clothing that they put on her was very, you know, uptight um, mm. initially. And as the film progresses, she's then, you know, like she's wearing all white and then, but she's got red underwear, you know, later on in the scene, it's like she's sort of coming to herself, you know, she's starting to find herself a bit more, her sexuality. So I think they use clothing in that way. So, so you're saying uh, there's a lot of symbolism in you, yeah. <laughs> we Ooh, like a bit of symbolism see. in your vintage porn. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. and you know what, Davy, it's like Antonioni used landscapes, Maria Lee's yeah. wardrobe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 No, I think that is interesting, and I got to say, looking at the film now, stepping back from it, I think Haven does a good job uh, in the lead role, right? As much as one can be expected, right? Like mm. she, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here that I I'd almost be more interested to see her act in um, a regular drama because for me, as stunning as she is, she either was not directed well or didn't enjoy it. But the sex scenes are quite laboured and okay, yes, I really, yeah. I mean, particularly, I mean, all of them are, but with her. I, th- I don't think her acting's that bad. I'm like, yeah. she's she's fairly convincing in the ro- the role that she's playing. But when it comes to the sex scenes, I, I, d- I don't know why it was, but everybody's either um, exhausted or on drugs, <laughs> or, or they're or they're they're, they're drugged, or yeah. it's some of the most lo- laborious sex scenes Absolutely. I've seen. Yeah. We, we 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 were like that. we were, we're saying like, how is... it was like slow motion. I felt like it was yeah. like paint dry or something yeah yeah everybody looked like like get me the fuck out of here like yeah. <laughs> ass. they needed like an espresso machine or something on the side yeah. and again i don't know i don't know how much of this was a byproduct of things going on behind the scenes or mm-hmm. approach of wanting to shoot it in maybe a less aggressive style because of the perception mm-hmm. the perception and of course Perceptions, you know, rarely reality. <clears throat> Perception of how, you know, it would be shot through a woman's eye, right? Which, mm. you know, rightly or wrong. Sure. Know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, one of the things I do like about it and this era is there is a different pace, yeah. a different attitude towards the sex. It is a bit, um, a bit kind of a bit more free and easy, kind of easygoing. It's not the 90s, 2000s, yeah. you know. 
uh, high intensity sort of bite sized. <laughs> yeah, jack, it's not the jackhammer approach. <laughs> I like the fact that people are taking their time, um, but this is almost too much. Too yeah, much. Too much. much. Yeah. As he said, almost yeah. slow motion. And these actors do not look like they're enjoying no. it. Apart from apart from one guy. There's, uh, there's yeah. Kim noticed there's there's the, the only couple that actually look like they're really having sex and are into it are this is the gay um the gay guy at the party wait the at the, and the, the parlor trans, the trans and the woman. trans yes yes yeah. i agree with that and too. i was like oh they're going for it they're really into it they actually look like they were really genuinely into everybody it everybody else I, yeah. looked tired and chafed yeah, yeah. Like, there was no there was no yeah, emotion there was like no, no facial expressions just, yeah yeah it, it just looked like yeah. here to do a job yeah hurry it up half asleep on the yeah just rolled out of bed you know dropped her pants and went but it's funny you said that um not to jump yes. ahead too much but I, i'll be honest so we're watching that scene and Teresa goes i wonder if that guy if he does gay porn or something no 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 I, what i said it? was that guy looks like he could swing both ways. Oh, yeah. That's yes. Right. And, yeah. And, and I said, my response was, no, he just looks like Kenny Loggins. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, no, why would you say that? No, blah, blah, blah. And he's going on like this. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Something about him gives yeah. me like George vibe. Michael vibe, yeah. Yeah, he's giving me vibes <laughs> that he can like, you know, he, he likes a little bit of both, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Will's just totally like, like totally really the, yeah, yeah. No, why would you say that blah, blah. Yeah. and and then all of a sudden <laughs> hello and behold surprise, I surprise. can't even tell you the look on Will's face <laughs> <laughs> and the then, plot twist it was the like honestly I was dying I was dying laughing because yeah, I called it, and I, I was like, "See, I called well, it." I was like, "Vindicated, validated." Oh, it was. So uh, yeah, bad. and listen, hey, did full disclosure. Obviously, I don't care. No, I don't care. But it was, just, it was, it was such a surprise to me. To like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, because no, I, it, it I, was I, to me because we rewatched it last night, and I, I can't believe I. And you were like, "Oh, you remember this bit?" I was like, "What? What's what, what's the big yeah, deal?" I, I was like, oh, there. We, how did I forget that? The class penis. Bang. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a twist. Yeah. Yeah. Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elasticpenis.Elastic
the best line was uh, at the end there, near the oh, end, which, yeah. in the where the slum lady shows like like shows the guy her pussy. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, that's says, the best. Like I've been uh, I've been warming your dinner. Comes <laughs> 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 over and says, uh, "You need to take that thing. Where was it? Take that thing home and reheat it." Yeah, something cool about that is such I, a good uh, line. Yeah, that was, we were like, that yeah. was such a bizarre scene. It's kind of like this <laughs> yeah. dive bar. That floor was so filthy. Oh, oh, oh god, yeah. Oh my god, we, we and the we, vest, his vest. Yeah, we talked like, about that floor. It's that, like, oh mm. my god. Um, yeah, because yeah. I don't know. There's a few locations in this, like the clothing store weird. is the weirdest. It's like, is that someone's? living room that they've dressed up as a clothing store yeah this slum bar is like it's just a basement yeah you <laughs> see location mm-hmm. it's really it's really hey before i forget you know a film that i'd be interested for you two to watch um you could watch on the friday night but i think it's one that you could watch anytime it's have you ever seen davy toys or not for children no i've heard of it uh, but i haven't did you cover that did you review that I talked about it on the show. It's a really interesting film that deals with um, sort of association, like sexuality. This woman, this woman. I don't want to say too much about it. It's got a wonderful poster. It's a really, okay. really interesting film. Uh, it's got some serious-minded stuff. It's an exploitation film with this sort of serious-minded. Okay. Did it get a special edition Blu-ray recently? Did the Vinegar Syndrome do it or something like that? It's like that? a Vinegar Syndrome release to me, but I caught that... I want to say in the fall and I, I quite quite enjoyed it and I think it, there's a lot of food for thought in that one nice adding it to the list a good film um what else do we got oh we know what else we get in this Davey the ladies unfortunately probably couldn't appreciate this as much as we could but we get there's a nice scene of some Fulci fog in this there is now no, or the ghost scene, I did right? see that because is I, that that's the lead into yeah, that's the lead into Ghost Dick. Yeah, Ghost that, Dick. Well, that was like the the dreamlike sequence. Mm. Then you see like the Michael Jackson ghost in the. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, 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 so for our listeners, I I think I quite like Teresa to to describe this. To run us through this scene, Teresa, yeah. for those that haven't seen the movie. So basically, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. It, it was a week ago when I seen this. So. Um, and I was pretty tired. Came home and watched it. Yeah, you late. were you had a boozy evening. And yeah, we definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, so basically, um, uh, let me just open the door for this. Dog. Yeah, Sadie wants to hear about Ghost Dick. Yeah. So come on, girl. So basically, the rundown is um, for people who haven't seen it. She uh, she she's made to do like these different uh, sexual tasks and 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 scenes and whatnot in order to inherit. Um, her husband's uh, wealth there and she goes mm-hmm. home and puts on lingerie for herself and grabs a glass of wine and, and starts to masturbate and um, um, yeah and then you know that that wonderful horrible like elevator music or or whatnot in the background where she's like kind of you know, what were we saying about it? it was like remember I was like like it was like mall music kind of like you know when you're yeah. all- music there was nothing sexual to it it was just like strolling in a mall and yeah anyway so she's sitting there um and all i remember was the fog coming in Mm. and i was like what the hell is it like supposed to be a dreamlike sequence is this really happening and then lo and behold i see you guys call him ghost dick i'm gonna call him uh, michael jackson (laughs) (laughs) 
but uh, yeah, like the faceless uh, Michael Jackson in the closet, standing there, kind of. He has got a bit of a smooth criminal kind yeah, of yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's white. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so yeah, that was that was uh, pretty interesting to me. I don't, I don't know how you. Well, I, I, I quite like that scene. I wish we had have had more ghost dick. Yeah. Yes. Because I don't yes. think that scene required a lot of setup. Like, no. I think he almost should have, no pun intended, came to her. Every couple sort of sexual uh, exploits or conquests, right? Yes, it could have. You could have had a sort of uh, Christmas yeah. Carol type angle there. Yeah. Ah, now we're cooking, right? Yeah. Was that supposed to be like her husband? Was it that's supposed the to be way I interpreted like, it? You know what I mean? so, yeah. Right. yeah. So you guys thought it was the ghost of her husband, basically, right? I I didn't think or, that. Oh, you didn't? No, because she spoke to the lawyer. Yeah. And then oh, before sort of they, tried to say, oh, why the... don't you come over? And then he sort of like didn't want to. And then next thing you know, she's having this erotic dream. And he was gentle, whereas her husband at the beginning of this, you yeah. know, it was very rough with her and very sort of aggressive. Oh, and yet this this ghost dick was like stroking, stroking her, her head. Stroking her head and, like, and you know. Um, and in coaxing her, you know, with his gloves and sort of saying, come over here. And yeah. So it was, yeah, so it was a seduction from the ghost dick. This is true. Um, it was. You know, so I didn't take that as her husband, no. No. And, and just to be clear, we call it ghost dick because, again, for those that haven't seen it, it's a, it's a faceless man. Uh, in a cupboard. A in a cupboard. Card, kind of. Wearing, like, all black, like a black yeah unitard thing yeah. who who removes clothes like the invisible man yeah le- like, leaving leaving a, a a floating disembodied penis <laughs> yes yeah. that's right you know what it reminded me of and I, I i don't mean this to sound any which way so i don't want to point my mouth but are you guys familiar with the the theater troupe famous people players no so oh, they yes. they read like yes, yes. maybe they might have been more of a north american thing but they um it was uh, it, it's still going it's still going on to this day. It was Canadian. They reached some international acclaim, and it was all um, productions done like this, where not with ghost stick, but <laughs> like black leotards or unitards on, and they'd have like um, like pastel or neon paints, and the sets would be very colorful and right. Yeah, so it was really reminding me of that. But yeah, I just I wish we had more of that because I really like that visual. Mm. Stuff's yeah, I mean, it, it, it almost gets, you know, Lynchian, a bit David Lynch stuff right. like this. Yeah, it's really, it's quite interesting. Yeah, I wish, I wish there was more of that than the the just bored, mm. laboured sex scenes when everyone looks like they they want to be somewhere else. But if yeah. there was scenes like this where there's this other abstract element mm. uh, it totally comes alive for me because yeah. even if the sex isn't energetic at least at that point there's enough visually where you're like oh that's kind of cool mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah i'll say this there's a scene there where the, the ghost dick drops his load in the wine oh. yeah what well, is that is that wine or is that champagne no it was wine because i even remember saying why ruin a perfectly good well, glass of wine because... <laughs> <laughs> the and cabernet like, Sauvignon is not so dry anymore yeah <laughs> Yeah. No. Uh, no, it's and she, yeah, she she slams back her glass. It's a bit curdled. Although we did you you <laughs> <laughs> a bit curdled. Kim Kim actually said, "Hang on, wait for it. Let's see if they cut. Let's see." She was like, "Go on, go on, go on, girl." Oh, and they cut. So they cut. clean clean glass. Clean glass. Clean she doesn't swallow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was I was waiting for that too. It's I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. is she gonna be about it or not? So here we are. 
um yeah and then that's the scene Chase was talking about comes next is that like the kinky thomas dolby with the coat hanger oh god yeah, yeah. jerking off in the middle of the store while like, she's in the change room yeah it's uh <laughs> yeah it, but yeah and then there's even a scene there's like a there's some lesbian scenes then and again i think we kind of take for granted at this point it's very you know you know bat and eyelash we have a24 putting out uh sort of a a genre lesbian film was it love lies bleeding right oh, is this the Kristen stewart one uh, looks fantastic yeah. yeah um so nowadays it's it's you know as it should be it's uh it's it's normal we don't bat an eyelash yeah. right it's yeah. it, no as it should be but in this there's lesbian scenes and at the time again i'm thinking and mixed race lesbian scenes. And, and yeah. mixed race lesbian scenes. So 46 thinking, years ago, that wasn't like. That's as, yeah. as, uh, so as again, progressive. Yeah. Right. It's it's something. It's, so I got to give kudos to that. And I don't want to take credit for this because Teresa and I had the same sort of thought at the same time. But she said it first. So there's the dude that comes on screen. And do you guys watch The Simpsons at all? Yes. <laughs> yes. I know what you're going to say. You know what he's going to say. Yes. Do you want to uh, say it? I, I, was, his name? I, uh, sorry, Stu. I keep saying. I was to say Steve. Dis, yes, Disco Stu. I. Oh. What, what did I call him? Disco Dave. You Disco Dave. Him, which I like that's better than. I'm like, oh my god, he, he looks like Disco Dave, and he's like, he start laughing because he knew what I was trying to get at, but uh, yeah, yes, Disco right. Dave just sounds so much better. So much. Well, better. I think this is the character, the same actor that Kim. Uh, cool. Yeah. He, Kim dubbed. Uh, Sesame Street Steve. Because he had this Sesame Street look about him. He looked like a Sesame Street character. character, Yeah, yeah. I I actually like that better. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, there was a part I just wanted to make mention. Remember when I think she was at the lawyer's office and whatnot, and I can't remember (laughs) what what had happened or transpired, but you were like, "Wow, that's a really big uh, weight." Paperweight. Paperweight. Paperweight, that's the urn. <laughs> that's what, we so, have the same thing. We had the same thing. Like, what the fuck is that? And I said, yeah. either that's the urn or it's the German uh, sour, sauerkraut oh, a, fermenting kit. Because I had <laughs> it was like a 70, I actually did have a 70s like fermenting sauerkraut. You said you had thing. one for fermenting yeah, sauerkraut. Like the like West that. German ceramic yeah. thing. It was trending. It was the urn, yeah. <laughs> And actually, you Kim might get um, totally off topic, but there was a there was a couple scenes where now you're into jewelry and whatnot. Oh yeah, this yeah. ring, as yeah. she's like giving him, I mm. oh my god, I would That's gonna catch. Yes, mm. I'm nervous mm. because it was like spikes coming off yeah. of a ring, and that's all. I could yeah. And I was thinking about you. I know it's odd, but I was thinking about you during- <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, I wonder what she thinks about this ring in this scene, right? Yeah, you, you, you uh, brought I was, it up. You, you uh, yeah, I was it, like, yeah. that is a claw set. You don't, I- you don't touch dick with claw set. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a cheese grater, like. Yeah. Ooh. So yeah, I, there's a lot of jewelry I noticed. Um, all the jewelry, as a jeweler, it it kind of stood out to me. But yeah, it's um, oh, just take the rings off. There was so yeah. many, so yeah. many yeah. rings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing good would come from that. No. Yeah, no. even I guess that last scene there, the symbol of the ring on the lawyer's yeah. back. Yeah. Oh. Like, the ashes, like all over his back. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. The ending. Uh, when we first watched it, uh, that it, that kind of took me by surprise. And yeah. there's something 
I'm not going to say it's shocking, but there's something really slightly disturbing about, yeah, yeah. about that. It's really gross. Yeah. It's true. Not just as a not just as a, a, a textural thing, but the again symbolically was that is that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It totally but that she was really giving sticking it to him like fuck you like there you yeah. go kind of thing. But yeah, that is that's pretty messed up. I agree. Um, that uh, so that kind of greasy dive bar they're in. Oh man, what a motley crew in there! Jeez. There was a good fight scene though. Yeah, there, man, there was... a fight scene. Yeah, yeah they, they've obviously got two pro stunt guys in there because they go at it. They do not not go at it, but <laughs> uh, they they fight uh, and it's pretty pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know what it looked like to me, Davey, was it looked like, like a Fassbender film, like a, an American Fassbender dive bar. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You could you could smell it. Yeah, you yeah. could smell yes. it. Like you blue knew. stains on the floor and the, yes. the cigarettes. Like, do you guys call them darts at all? Like, no, no, but it, it's, uh, I think it's more of an old fashioned term, but or an American term, maybe darts. Like, yeah. But, but yeah, you, I know, I know that references. You know the smell too, like that place. Well, I said, I said to Kim, I said, you remember what pubs used to be like here? Mm. The, you know, the, those carpets, sticky floors, uh, sticky carpets, like soaked, soaked in beer and sweat. Yeah, they keep using the same dirty mop and dirty yeah. water yeah. to clean yeah. it. And and um uh, <laughs> and I couldn't help but think in that basement, like there's no windows. Like the sweat is gonna be running oh. down the walls, and oh. like, and a, a, a friend of mine, a uh, a guy I work with, um, a homosexual guy who told me tales of some Berlin clubs he'd been to, and he'd say the first thing that hits you, and they were all kind of un- underground, like literally underground clubs. The first thing it hits you is the smell, oh. and it's like curdled yeah. curdled milk, <laughs> sweat, sweat, and he said this weird like. Like swimming pools, <laughs> basically referring to semen, like the yeah. the of the, uh, the the stink of sweat and mm. semen, like you know, is oh yeah. I, I had to score some. This is many many moons ago. I had to score some pills at a leather bar. <laughs> okay. At, at peak hour, like this is like one in the morning. I walk in there, and like you said, the smell hits you, man. Yeah, the smell. It is hot and sour and intense. Yeah. It's like it's like a like a hot summer. Like you know, like the the humidity is just off the charts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like I got to get these pills. I'm gonna melt into a puddle. This is a bizarre scene for me. Let me just get my pills, man. The smell is just overwhelming. Yeah. The musk is in the air. Mm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but that scene, I love bingo. Yeah. <laughs> I love bingo, bingo, because bingo blows his load. He goes, bingo, bingo, I won. Yes, I won. No, yeah. but he goes, I won. I came first. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> or as he came first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah great. But okay, kudos to Sidecar, very GGTMC, wearing the Canadian tuxedo and leather. <laughs> yes, yes, Sidecar. Yeah. Sidecar, good stuff. Um, and put... there's a lot of torches as well. What yeah, we, this, I think this is the first I noticed, like, like man, what? They're... they're the the close-ups, oh, the close-ups are lit by a torch. <laughs> yeah. So so it looks like either 
there's there's one guy in what you said man that suit looks itchy he's wearing yeah, this gray like, woolen gray. suit like really itchy suit yeah. and then when they go in for a close-up either he's got like a it's like he's got a radioactive cock or she's 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 glowing literally glowing from inside because it's lit by from underneath with this torchlight it's so odd no you're right you know what else is weird i think we've kind of all touched on this but it didn't seem like like no one had the rocket going like none of the guys mm. guys yeah. like it was so, yeah like, i put that yeah floppy dick. semi-erected we said this it's like yeah. it's semis everywhere yeah semi-city yeah and that, no that leads us back to like you know what we were saying at the beginning where yeah but he just didn't seem like they were into it. It was like, yeah. okay, yeah. here, let's hurry up, get this over and done with. So Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, you're not really into this, are you? <laughs> yeah. I know. Like I said, yeah, there's only a couple of scenes that felt like they had any real juice to them, right? So Yeah, and the and the <laughs> see the, any juice anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that and the, the torchlight, it's the sex scenes sort of take on like a, almost medical mm. feel yeah. and you described it as there's there's one scene i can't remember where it is but they so go so close. close like so insanely close up you said it's like watching a, a baby kangaroo being born or yeah <laughs> yeah and then crawling into its out. mama's pouch that's it's like the, the the yeah the newborn kangaroo in the pouch yeah it was it's bizarre it's like a nature documentary yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah no that's true it, it's i guess it's some curious choices I wonder how many of them were conscious decisions versus sort of restrictions that mm. were imposed on them as far as limitations yeah. that they had, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we get this kind of interesting shopping cart <laughs> POV with the white Edward James almost. Yes. Yeah. Where the, where the girl pulls out the quilt from her cart. The Nana's quilt. To give the guy uh, head in the middle of the bar. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, amazing. I like that. Um... And then we get the you guys talked about the ashy back, which is Ugh. was just a curious, just wow, what's that's interesting. I don't know, like you said, I had this weird mixture of Yeah, but again, those that's those are the scenes that I think we quite enjoyed about the film. Yeah. When she wants to get a bit weird with it and a bit symbolic, and you can tell that maybe Marie Elise she was more engaged then. Yeah. And when it comes to the fucking yeah she's completely disengaged yeah. and we as a viewer yeah. are and like the slum bar scene and it maybe it's just because of the the pace of it and the nature of it it seems to go on forever yeah yeah, it does. yeah. and yeah. it's like why have you spent so much screen time on like the worst sex scene of all mm. and even the massage parlor one with that i felt like yeah that dragged oh, it yeah. went on and on and on it, it was like okay they had what three or four couples whatnot and it was like they had to drag it out with each couple yeah like, most interesting it's, one was the the hermaphrodite there yeah 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 yeah, yeah. or tra so, yeah, trans yeah trans or, yeah. i don't know was it was it hermaphrodite or was it a trans i don't know but at the end of the day that was the most interesting and and whatnot but yeah i totally agree very drawn out very uh I mean, it could have been half that that time. Well, because and, the energy's low too, right? So right. Yeah. it's even yeah. like longer. longer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Maybe that's exactly what it was because the energy was low, but Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of notes more. Yeah. Do you ladies, Jen, have anything else to, to chime in on? I I personally I personally don't. Those were the end end of my notes, but uh but yeah, I mean I don't know. Do you have anything, Kim? Do you know what? I stopped taking notes. Um, 
at some point because I was just like, okay, this it's is... It's probably like... around the, the, the massage parlour club scene. Yeah, I think I just got to the you, point of should... like, okay, there's there's nothing more I can write about this, you know, and I just thought I'd just go with the vibe with what you guys were sort of thinking about it. But yeah. it sounds like we all have the same same sort of theory yeah. and, you know, conclusion about it, really. Um, and the ending, I think, was, you know, she ended up with the lawyer, you know, uh, yeah. which was kind of like, I think what she wanted, she she seemed sort of angry and frustrated with him throughout. Um, his character was bizarre, though. Well, because she's she's she was being controlled. Yeah. See, this is again, this is why it's such an interesting setup. The setup's great. She's being controlled from beyond the grave by her dead husband. Yeah. Uh, and controlled by his lawyer now, and she's on this odyssey. Um. And then it just it just peters out. It's such an interesting setup. Um, and of course, her and the lawyer were going to end up together. Mm. Um, and she does have a kind of there is some redemption there. And she does mm. regain some control. It's just a shame. There's there's some layers there. There's some stuff going on, mm. and it just didn't yeah. get the chance to to yeah. to shine through enough. So for me, I I was going to say that's that's where i say that like with the ring on his back on the lawyer's back yeah. ashes that was like her way of like sticking it to him it was like mm. yeah 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 and almost kind of to the lawyer as well it was like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah i know because she started off very like you know against him and whatnot like she was mad at the lawyer but it was like it was like that sexual um mm. like angst like kind of building and whatnot yeah. Him, but yeah Imagine. anyways i uh i think you bring up a, an interesting point davy to me um as a as a director she feels much more engaged in the abstract and i i wonder how yeah. much creative control was taken away from her because again i can only surmise maybe she wanted to make this really abstract film that focused on this woman's odyssey and her liberation uh, her personal liberation from sort of this really uh, oppressive kind of patriarchal society, right? And, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, in the end, she's, she's kind of liberated and does it on her own terms, which, I, I, yeah, I think that's interesting. I think we would have had a more interesting film, so I don't know how much of it is her being hamstrung by producers wanting to just keep it very, um, not vanilla, but, it's, but essentially kind of vanilla compared to some of the stuff that's in the film and you know she probably had to concede a little bit creatively um but i just sidebar here paul thomas who plays the lawyer yeah it's an oscar nominated film he's got a pretty prominent role in jesus christ superstar okay <laughs> right. uh, oh wow right yeah it's oh. oh he's an emmanuel right. oh he's in one of the emmanuel uh the uh laura gemza films as well yeah okay cool. and then from porn to peter all right. One yeah. Peter to another. From one Peter to another. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I have a whole. No, I think same with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So all I'll, in all, uh, good. I'll get into what we ladies we the sort of the end of our review. We do a make or break scene. Okay. We do an MVT, which is the most valuable thing, and then we give it a score out of ten, kind of based on its own merits, not of course compared to films like The Godfather or. Um, point break <laughs> um <laughs> you know so uh do do our friends across the pond want to go first in that regard uh sure um 
Kim, is, did we agree on this? Yes, we, we totally. Yeah, I'd say. Oh this yeah, is this, this, joint... this this is in consultation. Yeah, so yeah. Make or break for us. Ghost it's ghost dick scene. Yeah, it's yeah. the ghost dick scene. Um, but what almost breaks it is the slumbar. Mm, scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Which I I like that part just because it gave me something to laugh at like and I right. like, because it was just so bad I needed to have that release I guess yes that's that's a fair point yeah. that is yeah yeah that's yeah. a good point so for me it was um yeah having like bingo and sidecar or whatever his name was, and the, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, so much the fight scene but just like the comedic kind of sure. with the warmed so. up dinner and yeah yeah, that, yeah. That was my favorite. That was uh, that's a good line. It's a good line. That's a good line. And then yeah, the the double fisted jerk scene. The slalom. Right? She slalom. Oh, the skiing. Yeah, I said, I said going skiing yeah. with yeah, sidecar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Skiing yeah. with sidecar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you've changed your mind. It doesn't. That doesn't break it because now you talk about it, it's like yeah, there's some fun stuff in there. So no, uh, the ghost dick scene makes it mm. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Most valuable thing about the film. You said. Well, I think it's Annette and her her beauty. I think she's stunning. I think she's, you know, she captures the lens, really. She's quite captivating. She is, yeah. yeah. I think that's, yeah. And f- for me, it would be the the abstract tendencies, the sort of art housey Lynchian elements of it, which I wanted. I wish there was loads more of that. Yeah, but that, those those those. Pun intended. Yeah, pun intended. It's like, yeah, give me more of that, please. Yeah, yeah. and your and, and our score. Well, hang on. Well, we might differ here. What 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 did you give it? Four, I gave it, it a. Yeah, I gave it a four. Four four point two five. And I I I was like. I don't know. I, I almost want to give it two scores because there's two movies in here. There's like a, a, a two clashing films. There's a really interesting erotic psychodrama and then just a, a really lazy, grimy porno. <laughs> <laughs> so for, so on the one hand, I give it like a, a seven for this erotic, psycho dra- abstract psychodrama and then like a two for the porno element. Yeah, the porn elements are lacking. Mm. Is is lame. So that's like a, a, it's bad. It's a one or a two. So I don't. I'll go down the middle with a with a five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mrs. Smith, what's your what was the scene for you that made the film or broke the film? I like I said, it was the bar, like the, the bar the greasy scene. Greasy bar. Yeah, that was that was good. I liked that. Um, like I said, a, a little bit of comedic relief because the the first half of it was slow. Um, so just having that little bit of uh, banter, I guess, if you will. Mm. But uh, that 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 uh, that was the highlight for me. Uh, breaking scene? I don't know. No, you don't have to have a break because if oh, you have a make, then that made it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good. Because what was what was what was the most valuable thing about the film for you? Whether performance? Well, or... I wouldn't say valuable, but the thing that I did like is, like I said, this movie is 46 years ago. So the progressive have, elements. Yeah, exactly. To have to ah. just, you know. You know this didn't stop her from kind of, I guess, delving into to you know scenes that might have been maybe not taboo, but like a little bit less. Wouldn't heard have of. seen them yeah, in exactly. sort of mainstream porno films. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and your score. Not, not that I watched a lot of seventies, <laughs> but 
not we're, yet we're, anyway. we're, we're two for two right now so yeah yeah what about uh what's your score out of 10 judging it on its own merits as best uh, I'm, you can. I'm, I'm i'm gonna very i'm gonna score very low unfortunately i'm sorry but I, it was it was a fun watch uh but if i'm being true to myself i would say 3.25 that's just oh, okay. sorry oh. sorry guys oh <laughs> okay so i guess it's my turn yeah. uh make or break <laughs> ghost dick yeah yeah man i just i love that scene and i love it just it looks it looks cool it's different it's you don't see that every day and you know when i think about this film that's the first thing i'm gonna think of a yeah. conversation have you seen this film it's got a great ghost dick scene and, and i think it's nostalgic for you because of the famous players well i don't want to mix the two that's a, yeah <laughs> so, yeah but but go, that was a fun fun scene and yeah as davy said i wish it had it went more into that kind yeah. of abstract mm-hmm. stuff Mm-hmm. My MVT, I like everyone's answers, but I'm going to go with the abstract. I'm going to kind of have my cake and eat it too. I, I'm going to say it's the outside the conventional elements that this film brings because it's mm-hmm. the strength of this film does not lie in the sex scenes. As we've all said, mm-hmm. you know, kind of soft dicks, low energy. I mean, that does not make a successful porno film. No. So what does make this successful is the progressive elements um the abstract elements so i think when you put in that stuff that to me is really the most valuable thing about this film because it's not getting saved on the merits of its sex scenes no um i'm gonna go higher than you guys i'm gonna go six out of ten all right i think this has some really creative merits i like to you know and it's always a very personal thing the way you you score films right there's no right or wrong answer but i always try to look at it what is it setting out to accomplish within the confines of its genre right and yeah for me, this wanted to do something a little bit different through a little bit of a different lens. Had this had good sort of energetic sex scenes, this would have been oh yeah, definitely. a strong recommend for sure. But I'm still going to recommend it. But it's just yeah. a shame that, you know, uh, the energy levels in the sex scenes aren't great. So, yeah, 6 out of 10 for me. Nice. Excellent. Well, that uh, that is the big show. <laughs> that is the big show. Um, I want to thank you guys sincerely, all three of you. For being on here uh, and uh, ca- and sort of commencing with the maiden voyage of the ladies and gentlemen's guide to yeah. cinema. So this was uh, this was a good time. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe there'll be more voyages. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's good fun. It's such Absolutely. Good fun. Absolutely. Um, and I guess really, there's only one thing left to say, and that is, adios. <laughs> adios. Adios. Ciao. Ciao, bello. Ciao, bella. Thank <laughs> you.